I tell you, Michelle, I'm really enjoying doing our podcast through Anchor. Yeah, it seems to be working really well. Yep. I mean, it, it's free. That's it, always good. Yeah. It's simple. Um, they give you creation tools that, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or the computer. They distribute the podcast on Spotify and Apple and many other podchasers. You can make money with the podcast with minimum listenership. Awesome. Yep. Everything you need at one place. Cool. Yeah. And all you need to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Easy enough. Yeah, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Other so pod- Yeah. Hey, this is Dub from the iHeart Geek Podcast, and you are listening to two of my favorite people, Dino and Michelle, with the Huh Podcast. Testing, testing, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, Hey, everybody. It's Michelle. I'm going to keep doing that. We're you back. Let me be first. <laughs> Hello. Our podcast. Good to be here again. I thought you were going to go into good to the last drop. Good cup of coffee. I, I do love coffee. But that's where you're going? It wasn't? I could. Okay. I mean, that was a big ad campaign from back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was that? Maxwell? Was it Folgers? Folgers? The last job. Or was it Maxwell House? It was one of them. Good to last drop. It was one of them. Chocolate Nuts was the heavenly coffee. Yes. And that's what my mom and dad had all the time. Um, Folgers. Folgers had crystals. Maxwell House. Yeah, we're we're actually researching this for you folks. Hmm. Maxwell House. Yay! All right. (laughs) All right. So 100% that one. Stump the Dino (laughs) pop trivia. (laughs) Hey, wait, I thought it was Stump the Dino on... Oh, no, it was Pop Trivia, wasn't it? It wasn't just horror. No, it was like... It's been so long, we need to bring it back again. I can't even remember what we were doing. It was fun. We'll have to bring that back next show. I'll prepare something. Okay, yeah. So, um... Big day for Big day today. Um, Happy uh, International Women's Appreciation Day. Yes, yes. Um... I was the son of a woman, and my mother was my first best friend, and my wife is my best friend, and I've got daughters who are my best friends, my son too, but today is Women's Day, (laughs) so I don't want to dilute it with other things, Women's Day. Thank you. Yeah, and our youngest... Was baptized today. Yes. 
was... Yeah, the video is up on Facebook. Uh, I put it on Twitter. It's on our Facebook group also, which now has, what did I say, 102 members? So I want to thank everybody for, you know, being part of the Hot Podcast family. Or, as I put on there, Mm -hmm. I want to dub the the decent ones. And we are the Gang of Decent. (laughs) So, thank you, Gang of Decent. You guys are awesome. Yes. Um, but no, that was yeah. it, it was wonderful watching mm-hmm. that, and uh, I got the opportunity to baptize Nico right. when when she got baptized a few months ago, and and now you know watching you do it, it mm-hmm. with, with Serenity, it was just it was awesome, and and knowing that all three of our children have chosen for themselves right to um, trust in God yeah for their life that was just. Uh, Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, I was able to, I, I took the video mm-hmm. and I tried my best not to cry during the video because I didn't want the camera shaking. <laughs> but I don't know if you noticed after I went and got her changed into her clothes, you know, dry clothes and, and brought her to class, I came back into service mm-hmm. and that's when I burst into tears. Oh, just, did you? Yeah. I didn't it was notice. just like, at that point, all my obligations were finished and it kind of really right, you were able just to... hit me and yeah. So that was You're that right. was good, but I think everybody loved the fact that as soon as she sat down, she's like, "Oh, it's cold." Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> it's cause, cold. Because they had like a, it was almost it's, like it's a, a water trough. Yes, yeah, it is. It's literally a water trough that they bought from Tractor Supply. Okay, yeah, yeah. like at one of those like uh, metal, metal, yeah, troughs. sheet metal mm-hmm. troughs. And they had a water heater. Yeah, they filled it, it yesterday. Right. And they had a water heater in it all morning. But... Like a heating coil, like a big one that you would put in like a, a fish tank or a mm-hmm. um, a koi pond or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she and did. it was warm this morning when we were going through, <laughs> you know, kind of a dry run without being in the water. That's why it was a dry run. Ah, but words mean things. <laughs> but yeah, so they took it out, and then it was what maybe a half hour, forty minutes yeah. later, and yeah, it got cold. It was a little chilly. <laughs> and she said it loud enough that like everybody heard it, yeah, because <laughs> it echoed because she was in the water in the. <laughs> so like the couple behind us, we had an elderly couple sitting behind us, and they just chuckled. They thought mm-hmm. it was so cute. And then, of course, you'll as you see the video, you can see her as she goes down. Her feet went up. Yeah, she kind of she was like a uh, teeter totter. A teeter totter. Yeah, she was like a you know a level <laughs> on a on a fulcrum. <laughs> she went down. Her feet went up, and then whoop. <laughs> but no, it's mm-hmm. it's without trying to because I'm not sure how to say this without sounding over spiritualized. Not a, oh. I don't know if it's over-spiritualized or even if it's just prideful. Oh, okay. But it does, as a, as a Christian mom or a Christian who is a mother, it feels like we've accomplished a part of a goal we're, we're being go- given right. to us. We're. Because all three of our children at this point have accepted for, them, for themselves. Right. To it trust. wasn't, Yeah. Because, I mean, we don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, the Bible says to train up the child in the way they should go. 
Right, and it's like today that felt and like... It, right, and it wasn't a, a strong arm, you know, you will believe in Jesus. Right. And you will, you know, it was a natural progression, you know. Mm-hmm. And they all, they all dated around seven or eight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, I mean, granted, that is young, and, you know, there is always... Right. And there's going to be times where... They're going to doubt, and they may right. even walk away. But and heck, I mean, 45, there are, there are times... I'm not going to say I doubt God, or I doubt Christianity. Because I've experienced enough through that mm-hmm. thing. But there are definite questions, and there are definite... And that's a lot of what we talk about, right. is the things that we were taught to believe when we did start going to church Mm -hmm. aren't what they are not what we currently right and not right and it was like well wait I thought this but I think we're getting far ahead of ourselves right now (laughs) so let's take that we'll throw that toward the uh, the back nine if you will (laughs) I don't golf, but I decided to do that. You still know, you still know the references, right? So, yeah, I mean, we so, can use them, right? But yeah, no. So that was it. Was really cool thing to mm-hmm. cool thing to see, and yeah, and that's <clears> part <throat> of the reason why we don't we choose not to baptize as babies, right? Because it's their choice, right? And I will say that um, Philip, who was our music pastor, very good guy, um, did a great yeah, job. Yeah in the message today and it it was very much on brand with what we talk about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in our podcast you know how, about being decent and not judging right uh, can I give specifically what yeah. you said? Because I took yeah, notes of that. Because he was taught, he was talking about um, sin. Uh, we were going, we're going through the Beatitudes, right? And in, in a series called "Bless Your Heart," right? And if you're from the South, you kind of know what that really means. Yeah. Well, you kind of know that it has multiple meanings. Yeah, I mean, not even just two meanings. It's got about yeah four or five, maybe six meanings, right? Because I forget the infographic that they put up, but I think it's like four, five, or six meanings. Yeah. Um, but he had said today, um, he had given two juxtapositions that really struck me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll probably refer back to these at right. the, you know, in the back nine. Right. We'll refer back to them, but this, these are them. Sin that meets mercy. Mm-hmm. Being decent to each other. Uh, sin that meets mercy leads to Jesus, which leads to life. Sin that meets judgment... Mm-hmm. Not being merciful, not being yeah. decent, leads to hiding, which leads to separation and then death. Right. So, we'll, we'll leave that headline there. Yeah. Still on that for a minute. <laughs> and then, you know what we'll do right now is we will take a short break, give you some ads, uh, some friends of ours, podcasters. And we will put them in this time. <laughs> I was just going to say, are we because, going to yes, add I them? Loved and I and I think I made it up to everybody. <laughs> but here are the ads. We'll see you in a minute. 
Hi, Darby from the Sky Balloon Show. Join us each and every Sunday night at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time for an in-depth conversation about how, just by following what we have been called to do, as Christ followers, we can effectively change the modern-day church. We tackle the tough yet practical questions and help you find the answers. We hope you can join us. Everyone, no matter how big a geek you are, has movies that they haven't seen that have other geeks saying, how have you never seen this movie? Well, we're here to help. At the Now You've Seen It podcast, we help you fill those gaps in your geek cred one movie at a time. Each episode, a guest who is watching the movie for the first time joins our rotating cast of hosts and panelists to discuss the movie and compare seeing it through fresh eyes versus seeing it with eyes filtered through the lens of nostalgia. You can find Now You've Seen It on Facebook at facebook.com slash now you've seen it, no apostrophe, or wherever you get your podcasts. where we talk nerd, we talk hope, and we speak nothing else. I'm your host, Captain Nostalgia, and I'm so glad that you're here to join us. Victims and Villains is a podcast and YouTube channel that marries pop culture and suicide prevention, producing content with the intent to let people know that there is hope and that there is a better way and that each and every listener has value and worth. Listen to Victims and Villains on your favorite podcast catcher or on YouTube by searching for Victims and Villains. Also, check out their website, victimsandvillains.net. Okay, we're back. Um, Glad the ads made it in this time. Yeah, they did. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> and speaking of making bonehead mistakes. We had, I think, what, two weeks ago, I made a mistake where if you're listening to this in in mono, you're fine. But if you're listening in stereo, like in a car or whatever, you'd hear that the intro was panned properly. But the podcast all seemed to come out of the right channel. And something happened, and by the time I realized it, it was about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. The podcast had been up for about five hours, and... So we just left it. We left it, and I apologize for that. Uh, Last week, I grabbed the wrong file and put it up. I had two that I kind of named very similarly. Now I've got to learn to erase that old one and properly name the new one. Oh, well, you know, I, I, I never tend to make the same mistake twice. Well, this week, <laughs> we had a fantastic interview. Um, you know, we have the Disney Plus app. And they had a new show. Well, it's an old show that they put on... Uh, Last, March, March right, 1st. March 1st, they put it on. The Imagination Movers. Yes. This came on right when Killian was about a year or so. Yeah, I mean, he was right in the pocket. Right. In the, right. And he loved it. 
<coughs> being musicians, and I grew up watching Mr. Rogers, Captain Kangaroo, even the Monkees. You know, the the show resonated with me mm-hmm. and you oh, as yeah. well. It was, it's just it was a fun show, right? It was a fun show. Music wise, they were very influenced by Beastie Boys, um, Duran Duran. I mean, a whole plethora, some ska, some funk, big country, which I mentioned to Scott. And that's who we interviewed, Scott Durbin, mover to Scott with the Wobble Goggles. And we spoke for almost an hour. Oh, it was... It was... It was a wonderful yeah. conversation. I mean, it was like speaking to a body. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was just very, you know, very cool. You know, and he wasn't, you know, self important. He was, no, he he was, was humble, a very genuine person. Yeah. He was able to clearly communicate. Um, what their purpose was. Right. What, what was the purpose of Imagination Movers? Because it wasn't just a show to entertain kids. Right. It had a specific purpose. Or still has a specific right. purpose because right. it is now viewable again. Right. It's about problem solving, brainstorming ideas. Even if, you know, p- plenty of their ideas don't work, but they come up with the solution at the end by keep mm-hmm. trying. You know, it's like Edison with the light bulb. You know, he he didn't fail, you know, 99 times. He He learned 99 99 ways how not to make a light bulb. And the music was kid-friendly without being condescending. Musically, they were talented. Mm -hmm. Um, It was all about... Their premise was they lived in, in, in the mind. Yes. Of the child. And I, I, meant to, I meant to mention to him, I think it was like episode two, mm-hmm. where, uh, the, where the very cold, when they were dealing with like the very cold room, when it yeah. was cold, when they brought down the map mm-hmm. and showed all the different rooms in the warehouse, if you looked at it, it was shaped flat. Like a brain. Right. It was right. flat on the bottom, rounded on the top, and then you had all the corridors to go through. Right. And I meant to mention that, but right. the conversation kind of... Yeah. I was never able to pull it back in at the right time. Yep. And but, like I said, Killian was, was right in that pocket. And then the show kind of it went off the air. Mm-hmm. And Disney evolved into, you know, whatever they were doing. And then when Disney Plus came, they didn't have the show on. And it just got put on. Our girls, we had one or two of the albums. So the girls knew we're, we're about... We're familiar with, the, with some of their music. Right. And then we had a concert on DVR for a long time mm-hmm. before we cut the cord on that. Yeah, and they watched that several times. So they knew the music. The band also played here in Newberry about two and a half years ago when we went there and saw that, which mm-hmm. was very cool. Yeah. Um, but as far as the episodes of the show the girls didn't yeah, know. They, yeah, they couldn't see those. So Until March 1st. Until March 1st and then we kind of started sucking them in three episodes a day. Yep. 
because they are right in the pocket now for right. for understanding it. And, and they would jump and every, every song they would get up and yep. dance and the I, whole time. Proud mommy, I would love how they would actually figure out the right answer before right before it was solved. Yeah. So that was I'm like okay they're right. paying attention they're getting it they're thinking creatively this is yeah a matter of good. fact um, I caught them the other day uh, Titi was over at the dining room table coloring <laughs> and Nico was over playing Legos at the Lego table at the Lego table and they start this crooning if you will <laughs> one of the Imagination Movers songs and I'll. I'll I'll put the audio right here. Yeah. No bad ideas when your brain's dormant. No bad ideas when your brain's dormant. So yeah, that <laughs> I thought that was funny, but what happened was we had this great interview, and as we we were done recording, I was attempting to get it moved over to a save file, and the app crashed, oh, and we were like, oh. And I and we tried to recover it and we couldn't. I mean, we we even talked to customer service. At, you know, they said that they that it was probably just a big file and it would show up later. And it's yeah. it just never did. If Woody had gone right to the police, this would never have happened. And I cried. I I. Yeah, it was. I so wanted to share that with you guys. I mean, like we said, I, Scott was. Just a sweetheart. I mm -hmm. mean, you can tell his passion for yep. the message that they're trying to teach. Yeah. And I mean, that was just a, he he was a school teacher. Yeah. And you could see that you could hear you could tell his passion for children. And I think we learned that from the very beginning, because right as we started the phone call, we had the kids in here because mm -hmm. the kids wanted to be able to say hello to Mover Scott. Right. And I mean, he was just amazing with talking with them and asking them questions. And, yep. you know, it, so it was just fun. And when I had to tell the kids that we lost mm -hmm. the episode, Nico started to cry. <laughs> and she's like, but... But nobody's going to believe I talked to Mover Scott. <laughs> I said, baby, I said, I know you talked to Mover Scott. And if anybody tells you you didn't, I will vouch for you, honey. Because yeah. <laughs> I know you talked to him. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah, that was. <sighs> yeah. I, I. It made me feel, you know, and I, I know it's. It's what happened, but it made me feel so amateur. Yeah. <laughs> and it was but, funny because even before, oh, yeah, yeah. and this was the ironic part, we were joking because Michelle was like, did you hit record? <laughs> I said, yes, I, I hit record, you know, because I've done that one time before. 
where we did the whole thing and I assumed it recorded, but you know what happens when you assume. And I didn't. So I'm like, nope, I don't make that mistake again. Well, we didn't have that mistake. This one was this one was a completely different one. Well, it wasn't even necessarily a, a mistake. mistake. Yeah, it, it was. Just... It was just really bad. You know, apps crash as they tend to do. Yeah, and it was just a bad time. But good news for... is, good news is, is Mover Scott said that he had a, he had a great time as well, and and he'd be open to doing a part two, which in this case will be like a. Won't be a part two because we can't share part one, but right. <laughs> you know, so maybe down a few a few months down the line, we can uh, get him back on and right. and kind of catch up with him some more. So yeah, you know. But so Disney Plus, the Imagination Movers, they've got three seasons on mm-hmm. there. Um, check it out, even if you don't have kids. Yeah, I was gonna say, even if you don't have kids, it's fun because they bring on. Yeah, they a have, lot of different characters. Yeah, they've had uh, Joey Patone on there. Duff they had Goldman, Duff Goldman on who they, there. Who, who Scott said was that Duff is just a really nice guy. And, right, still <laughs> keeps in touch. Oh, and, yeah, he still keeps in touch with them. Yeah. And, I think the last season, if I'm not mistaken, they actually had uh, Reginald Bell Johnson from Family Matters was a part of the cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so I mean, it's a... Kids or no kids, it's a fun show to watch to see who's going to pop up. Yeah. I mean, so, and, so yeah, Disney Plus, Imagination Movers, follow them on Twitter at Imagination Movers, mm-hmm. um, their website, and that was one thing that Scott said, he goes, if you, res- if you contact them, chances are it's either he or Mover Dave, who answered emails, right. answered the Twitter. He goes, they don't have people to do that. Right. They want they it wanted to be very to be, personal. Right. Very personal. So that was something awesome. So do that. Is there anything else we've been watching first? I've been watching NTIS. I don't know if I mentioned that before. I don't think so, but yeah, no, you've but been... Yeah, but yeah, I'm into season two now of mm-hmm. NCIS. I kind of watch that to fall asleep, so there's sometimes where I have to go back to episodes because Netflix right. jumped for me, but... Yeah. But no, uh, I've been watching that. Um, other than that, just busy with things that need to get done. Yeah, and I watched, I watched two movies. I watched uh, The Mutilator. Which was one I, I I saw back in the mid eighties, and I really didn't remember it that much. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again. It's on Prime. I think it's on Tubi also, but it's on Prime. And I remembered why I didn't remember it. The first half was kind of a slog. Um, the acting was pretty horrendous. The music was like something from a seventies like sitcom or early eighties sitcom. And I forgot there was some song that was playing over there and I started singing like a theme song uh, to it because it just went mm-hmm. and jived. 
so much and I forgot what I was saying. Probably be copyright infringement anyway. But then it hit a point where where the killings came in and they were enjoyable. They were, they were I mean, the movie was still goofy as all get out, but I'll go up the middle with it. Straight up the middle, I'll give it two and a half out of five. Um, unless there's some ridiculous amount of uh, special features on the disc. Just stream it. Um, and then there was another movie I watched uh, called White God. And this was on Shudder. And it was about a dog. This is Hungarian, I believe. Yeah. And it's about a girl who has a dog who is a mixed breed. That is illegal to have. And most of them end up getting thrown out and become strays. And then they're taken to a shelter where they're put down. Or they're taken and trained to become fighting dogs, like pit mm -hmm. dogs. Mm -hmm. And this was about a dog who wasn't having it. Okay. And he ended up uh, gathering like hundreds of dogs in this revolt against abuse of humans in this Hungarian town. Hmm. It it was like Ben, but not with rats, but with like big dogs. Hmm. And there's, I, I really like it. I mean, was it, since I didn't watch it, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I mean, the way that you're uh, putting it almost feel, uh, almost sounds like a, um, cartoony type of thing that he gathered all these people. How did how did they? How you, did the you, directors make it believable that he that this dog? Because I'm supposing it was live action. It was live action. Okay, so how did they make it plausible that this dog got all these other dogs to follow him through barks and reactions? And I mean, the, the dog, the head dog, like you. It's like you can read his mind. Okay. You know, it didn't, it wasn't voiceover, it wasn't, it was pure, you get the idea. And even the, the, it's Hungarian and it is subtitled, even that, it's not a lot of reading, you know, paragraph, you know, you. I mean, did the, did the other, were the other dogs also... Were they also part of the... Yeah. Okay. These so they, are all stray so, dogs. Okay, so they had suffered abuse at the hands yeah. of humans as well. So Okay, right. so that might be where... So it would be like the dog would like break out of the cage and then like walk a couple of steps, stop, look back, bark once or twice, the other dogs would look and be like... And then walk like, out oh, of the okay, cage. okay, we can do And that. then they all run and follow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. I wa I just wanted to ask that... You know, mm -hmm. for our listeners, yeah. Because being somebody who didn't watch it with you, mm -hmm. that's almost what you know. It sounded almost like cartoony and comical right. that these dogs, but yeah, no. It. I mean, then again, I like a movie about a tire that drives around, you know, rolls <laughs> around and blows up people's heads telekinetically. This didn't come off campy like that at okay. all, <laughs> at all. Um, I mean. You can argue that there are plot holes. Yeah. Oh, what okay. movie doesn't? What have, doesn't? Especially, I mean, life like, has plot holes. 
Right. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but I, especially if you're an animal lover, the middle gets a little hard to watch. Yeah, I, no- I noticed because that's the one that you were watching on your laptop yeah. while everybody was doing other yeah, things. Yeah, and, had- and I remember looking over a few times and look- looking at your face, and I could see on your face that I did not want to see what was on the screen. Right. So that was a good thing. Right, and it, <laughs> and it was pretty tame watching it. They don't show a lot, mm-hmm. but they imply a lot. And if you're a dog lover or an animal lover, you know, because I, I know there were a couple of times where I'm like, oh no, and you yeah, were that's like, the face. That's the and you were face. like, what? I'm like, the movie, <laughs> <laughs> you know, where I, yeah, it, it, it gets a reaction, and I'm not a squeamish person. I, I have a degree in funeral service. I've been bomb bodies for a living. I worked as an animal hospital, and I've, you know, euthanized euthanized animals. I've assisted in uh, operations and everything else. But yeah, it because you felt for this dog. You know, there are two dogs in particular that you really feel for in this, and they kind of have like a. A boyfriend-girlfriend thing going on, you know, like a lady in the tramp type of thing. Even though she's not like this dignified lady, mm-hmm. she is uh, a you. mongrel, you know, a mutt. But yeah, uh, White God. I'm not really sure what the title is, except for it is in Hungary and a lot of the cast is white, you know. There weren't many people of color in it, so I don't know if it was a play on that. I don't, or what the original, you know, if that was the. It could have Hungarian had another. Title. It could have another connotation. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah it, it, the, culturally, I don't know, but okay. yeah, it and was. Where can the, they see that? Uh, that's on Shutter. On Shutter. Yeah. Um, that was that. Yeah. yeah. So. Like I said, with that. Um, I know we want to get out and we want to see the uh, Invisible Man. Yeah, I do want to see that. Um, Quiet Place too. Yeah, it's coming out. That looks good. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure what it looks like. Part prequel and then yeah. time jump later because she seems very sure of herself now. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of that movie, yeah. Right. But yeah, so that's coming out. And I thought there was one other coming out that we wanted to that we definitely wanted to see in the theater. Yeah, if I we mean, ninety percent of what we want to see, we don't end up seeing until anyway. But such is life with kids. Yeah, well, such is life with kids, and such is life when you're not rich. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when yeah. you want to eat. Yep. Do I go to the movies? Do I eat? Right. Which is do what, I go to the movies? Do I yeah. pay my mortgage? Which is also <laughs> why I love when filmmakers uh, bless us with screeners for films. Yes. Like that, and yes. we can watch it and, you know, talk about it with you guys. <laughs> and we love promoting indie films yes. anyhow because, yes. you know, like um, South by Southwest now, because it is coronavirus, they're not running, hmm. which I think is is a shame 
I get it. I, I suppose I get it. But, you know, these poor filmmakers who get discovered at these things. It's an opportunity. You know, it's an opportunity lost. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And it's chances are a good majority of these films could end up getting lost in either. And, hey, if you have one and you want to send it to me, hit me up. I'll, I'll review it and I'll talk we'll, about We'll get it. it out as much as we possibly can. Yeah. Um, I'm just going with someone. Oh! Uh, Is your train doing that same thing? Yeah. It's like jumping. The train left the station. Yeah. Well, mine left Derailed. the station and then it's, it takes little jumps. Yeah. It's back. Uh, SC Comic Con. Yes. Uh, 28th and 29th? Yes, sir. Of March in Greenville. I forgot what... It was the TD Convention Center, wasn't it? So. It used to be. I forgot what it's called now. But they're still running. They are going. I, I, I spoke to them today. And they are going... And if you look on our Facebook page, I, I put a link up there for them. They have got a lot of great guests. Yep, and it is definitely Saturday, March 28th, Sunday, March 29th. Yep. Greenville Convention Center. Okay. Uh, you could go to sccomiccon.com. A really reasonable rate, too. I mean, it's... Yeah. You can't beat it for yeah for pretty much a whole weekend out. Yeah. Um, and you need the two days to get through it. You honestly do. If you want to see everything and, you know, you could get through it in one day, but that's pretty much you just walking past every booth and not. Yeah. If you want to see things and actually get the time to uh, get the um, chance to look over everything, you need the two days. Yep. I mean, they have, let me just run through a little bit. Dave Fielding, who played uh, Zordon on uh, the original uh, Power Rangers. Okay. He's going to be there. Uh, The original Red Ranger. He's going to be there. The Big Red Machine, Kane. He's going to be there. I mean, a bunch of artists are going to be there. Magnum T.A., um, the former U.S. wrestling champion, he's going to be there. Raven, extreme wrestling uh, champion, extreme championship wrestling, Raven, he is going to be there. Lex Luger is going to be there. It's it's worth going. We've gone several years, and we've always had a great time. On Sunday, there's a cosplay contest. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Greenville Convention Center, 29th. SCComicCon.com. Check them out. So, going back, we put a thing out on the socials. Oh, yeah. You know, last week we talked about traumatic episodes of normally fun TV shows. And we had a lot of great response. The same here. I put it out. I know for me, my favorite as a kid growing up, mm-hmm. and 
And I'm wearing the tank top right now, actually, with He-Man. I love the He-Man. Had the toys. Had Castle Grayskull. You know, those are my two big geeky things. Were Masters of the Universe and Star Wars. But I... I loved him. And, and I'm actually excited about the new Netflix show that's coming out. Uh, Kevin Smith is running it. Okay. And it is... Picking up where the original show, the original filmation show, left off. They tried to do a sequel in the, trying to think, I think it was the late 90s. And it was horrible. It was like He-Man in space. It was bad. Um, Early 2000s had a He-Man one that was a little more kind of anime-ish. I loved that show. I found it on... Like YouTube, they've got the episodes on YouTube, and it was really good. And it explained, it went more into the lore of who He-Man was, and he was like King Grayskull, and his spirit. Basically, when Adam invokes the power of Grayskull with the sword, he gets possessed by Grayskull and He-Man. And he actually, unlike the cartoon, he grows about five or six inches, puts on about 120 pounds, and has longer hair. So there is a physical difference between, kind of like, you know, Space Ace, where he was like Dexter and then became Space Ace, if you remember that game. But I I really liked that. But He-Man was something I loved growing up. You would think... It would have been the Flintstones, me being Dino, I have a tattoo of Dino, I do love the Flintstones, but growing up with the name Dino actually repelled me for quite a while. I can see that. You know, because you would always, hey, where's Fred? You know? Even into your 20s, you were getting people going, I mean. Thanks, Kimmy. I wasn't going to name names. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, yeah, I could see where that would, could yeah. repel you from it a little bit. So, and my name being Dean, I went by Dean. And I wanted to go by Dean for the longest time. Um, because I was so tired of the jokes. Until I was maybe about 12 or 13. And I was with my brother. And we would go to the beach, you know, out to, like, Long Beach or whatever. And my brother always had a bunch of girls that he hung out with. And he always called me Dino. Never called me Dean. So he's like, oh, this is my brother Dino. And I'm like, Dean. Name's Dean. Well, here's Dino. Dean. <laughs> and he introduced me as one girl and said, hey, this is my brother Dino. I said, oh, Dean. And she's like, oh, I like Dino. That's a cute name. And I'm like. Hey, I'm Dino. Nice to meet you. I'm Dino. Hey, how you doing? I'm Dino. So since then, it was Dino to anyone that knew me, you know. I mean, you introduced you introduced yourself to me as Dino. Mm-hmm. Yep, I introduced myself to everybody, and the only one that insisted on still calling me Dean was your grandmother. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
she insisted on <coughs> calling everybody by given names. Mm-hmm. There was no... Right. That was just... I don't know whether... I mean, that, I think I she even I, called your grandfather Herbert, didn't she? Yeah. 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 I mean, she... My brother was Matthew, not right. Matt. I mean, there was... Mm-hmm. I think I just something that she did. Nicknames were not... Right. On her list of things to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, so that was something that... I thought it was kind of fun. So, did you have anything? I well, yeah, I had answered. Um, I had a live action was Little House on the Prairie, which right. we've spoken about before. Mm-hmm. And I'm still disappointed that it's not on Amazon anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, so live action was Little House on the Prairie, and cartoon was Fraggle Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And... I, I, yeah, I don't know any I don't have any good stories to give with it it's just that those two are my favorite alright and uh, let's hit we'll hit the uh, Facebook page alright and we got uh, Johnny Num from The Last Knock he apologizes that he didn't have an answer for last week but he said the real Ghostbusters cartoon that was one that he'd get up every Saturday morning to watch and then he'd usually be you know, run home in time to watch the older episodes when they went into syndication. And I do remember, no one brought this up, that okay. there was another Ghostbusters cartoon. Okay. There was a real Ghostbusters, which was the cartoon version of the movie, but there was another one called the Ghostbusters, which was put out by Filmation. Okay. And that was actually a cartoon version of a live-action TV show from the 70s. And uh, that had, like, I think it had Larry Storch from F Troop in it, and it had a gorilla, um, Tracy, um, that was played by, I think his name was Ken Burns, who is the gorilla in Dark and Stormy Night, which is coming out on (laughs) Blu-ray. See, it all ties back. (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was Ghostbusters, and then that's why the real Ghostbusters had to use the use the term okay. real Ghostbusters, even though the other Ghostbusters, although not real, were the first Ghostbusters. Um, John Murphy, my buddy from school, Brady Bunch, Batman, Smurfs. Back um, then, it would have been the '66 uh, Batman, the Adam West. Okay. You know, Burt Ward one. Uh, Tyler. Um, he said, you know, the shows he went out of, out of his way to watch were the X-Men, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. Um, he did a lot of playing outside. So there wasn't a whole lot of inside clue to the TV thing. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I think that's where I was. Was I had shows that I, and that's why it's hard for me to answer or or yeah. give any more detail, because I did spend a lot of time doing other things. Right. So I can remember the shows that I watched, but they wouldn't necessarily be. Right. You know, I mean, if I had something else to do, right, you would be. I would do something right. else. See, that's the thing. I grew up as a latchkey, so when I came home. Mm-hmm. My mom was at work for another three hours. I didn't go anywhere. I wasn't allowed. I, I, I was home. 
So I did my hours worth of homework and then watch TV. So that's where. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy McLaughlin, another buddy of mine from school, G-Force, uh, which is also Battle of the Planets, uh, He-Man, Thunder the Barbarian, The Herculoids, which is a great show. Uh, anything Looney Tunes, The Incredible Hulk, he can go on and on, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Darby from Skybalon, and that you heard before, she loved the electric company when she was little, as did I. Mm-hmm. Um, we Mr. tried Rose. showing that some episodes to the kids, and yeah, they didn't I guess grab it, onto them. It was two 70s for them, I guess. Um, she was raised on Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, Flintstones, Jetsons, Scooby-Doo. You know, your normal mm-hmm. Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> Scooby-Doo still stands. Yeah. And I mean, most versions of Scooby-Doo stand. Yeah. There were some where I'm like, a pup named Scooby-Doo, really? No. <laughs> um, the, the new, new one that they just came out with not that long ago, I'm not a big fan of. Um, but Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. I really liked. Yeah. That was like Did we ever find out who Mr. Who Mr. E was? No. No, I think that's on Netflix, so we gotta go back in there. I mean, does, did it finish it up? I think and we did, and we just didn't. Yeah, okay. I don't think well, we we'll finished it. We'll have to go it. back to it because I do want to know who Mr. E is. Yep. Uh, Tim Perillo, another friend from school. Uh, he 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 went more into the ones when he was older. Uh, you know, teens and whatnot. Animaniacs, Pinky in the Brain. Uh, he watched a lot of UMTV raps. PB and Jason from I Heart Geek. MASH, Soap, Star Trek, Muppet Show, uh, Scooby-Doo, before Scrappy came. Which I think is pretty much the the consensus of when Scooby-Doo first jumped the shark was with Scrappy. T.C. Harvey, he is the voice of iHeartGeek Show in the intro. Um, the Sid and Marty Crofts Hour. That's but Sigmund the Sea Monster, H.R. Puffin stuff, Lidsville. Um, I have uh, the first season of Land of the Lost yeah, on DVD. Found that at Goodwill. Yeah, I think Killian got into a couple of episodes and then he lost interest yeah. in that one. Uh, Joey DiCarlo, the So Wizard podcast, he said that Force 5 was a big one. It was a regional show, and so most people don't remember it, but someone got a right to a lot of the Japanese robot cartoons and dubbed them, Mm -hmm. so you got like a different show every day on that. Let's see what we have going on on Twitter. Uh, the Pine of Comics. My buddies at Pine of Comics. Uh, Johnny Ganache. G.I. Joe. Uh, the Ocho Doro Parlay Hour. Voltron. Uh, Chris Brodell, arguing with myself. He also put in G.I. Joe. 
And he says, let's face it, anything that was on when I got home from school, you know the block. So yeah, you got Transformers, G.I. Joe, anything, you know, that was a mask. Anything that Hasbro had a toy line of, had a show, and it was plugging into our brain. Voltron was a big one. Uh, Shane Beauregard, Mediamash. The Leighton Cassette, Batman the Animated Series. Absolutely, that that was uh, probably about 11th or 12th grade for me. And then continued on. Author and filmmaker J.P. Willie, he has a short film out called Cry Baby Bridge, mm -hmm. a Louisiana urban legend, which I had seen. That's a great short film. That that should make that should make the rounds. But I want to thank him. He's a soldier. He's a patriot. Uh, thank you very much for your service, JP. God bless you. He he was all about He Man, the Lost Youngs podcast. You said there's way too many, but the original classic uh, SpongeBob. Uh, cinematic. Wait, we can't watch that. That's for the next conversation. <laughs> Cinematic blind spot. They went Tales from the Crypt. I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> we're going with kid shows or... But, okay. Cool. I guess if I was young enough when it came out, I probably would have been watching that too. And yeah, I know they did have the cartoon, Tales mm -hmm. from the Crypt Keeper, which... I showed the girls. That's on, I think it's on Tubi. Tubi or Crackle, I think it's on Tubi. And, uh, the girls seem like that. TT definitely okay. did. Oh, yeah. it's TT. Come on. Yeah, that was another thing. Going back, it's funny. You know, she, she goes into the baptismal and she has her, her shirt from the church, mm -hmm. you know, from the family, family retreat. retreat. So she's got her shirt and her black jean shorts and that's what she gets baptized in <laughs> so you know this little holy girl of god gets baptized goes into the back to get changed and she comes out with a a pink and lace skirt and a five oh, oh, it's the pink the the pink skirt with the black lacing is from monster high oh yeah it's a monster high skirt and she's wearing a five nights of freddy shirt I ran into the one of the family pastor in the hallway, and I said, "So, what does it mean when a child gets baptized and then puts on a shirt about possessed animatronics?" Yeah, you, you know what it means. <laughs> She's a Gengali. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Thank you. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah, she is on brand, <laughs> folks. Uh, Queen Bee. Um, she said her ultimate favorite. Was Tom and Jerry? I didn't watch that one either. Forgot to tell you about that. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, we'll get into that. Good <laughs> lord, people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> really? Come on. And uh, keeps on the couch podcast. They didn't answer the question. However, they did a great episode this past week on the Tick. The the cartoon TV show comic. The Tick. And uh, they're a, a podcast that 
talks talks about psychology. Okay. Uh, the one German is a licensed therapist, but he talks about superheroes or whatever, and their psychological state. Very good show. Very interesting show. So go check that out. Um, want to thank everybody for interacting. Um, we'll think of a new question and throw that up. And if you answer, we'll talk about it and get you part of the conversation. We'll take another break. And we'll be right back with our segment. Hashtag hear what we're saying. Not what we're not saying. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Hey, we're back. And welcome to Hear What We're Saying. Not what we're not saying. (laughs) Where we talk about Social media ridiculousness, <laughs> usually from a Christian perspective. Are you sure about that? What should be a Christian perspective? What do you have for us? Well, a little bit different than okay. than some of the other ones. It's more. It's might be more along the lines of the playing cards that we talked about. Okay. Um, woman, same same group. Okay. Woman wanted to know or find resources about how to teach her children about subliminal messages in cartoons and, and, and TV programming and shows. Why? I don't know. Okay. I mean, she, she believes that these shows have all these agendas that she, she wound up putting a link for something that she had already watched. And I started watching this video. And I, I wanted to do the literal head desk. I wanted to just bang my head on the desk. See, the thing about subliminal messages is if you don't look for them, you don't find them. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was, the, the person that did the video, she was finding messages like in every nook and cranny. Um... Which she, may say more about her than it, what she is analyzing. Well, one of the shows that you cannot watch, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <gasps> okay. Um, for one episode, uh-huh. I guess Goofy had a skateboard. Yeah. That had an eye on it with a crown above the eye. <gasps> of, of course. Luminati, huh? I mean, it's obvious, don't you know? You don't see it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on now. Evil. I crown I. But, and I, I, I so remember there being, and I can't find it, but I, I can swear that I've seen it, is one of the Disney villains that's kind of like their, like an eye with a crown on. I know I've seen it before, but I can't find um, it. Gravity Falls, Bill Cipher is a triangle with an eye. Okay. He's basically the back of the 
the what is it? Is it one dollar bill? One dollar bill. Yeah, I pulled out the one dollar bill and I'm looking at it because every everything or every show that she brought up, mm-hmm. there was a pyramid somewhere in the episode. I mean, Tom, there was a Tom and Jerry episode oh, she brought up. Pyramid or a triangle? See, and this well, is another thing. Well, that was just it. Some of them there was a pyramid. Some mm-hmm. of it was a triangle, and some of it wasn't even. I think there was one that she tried to pass off as a pyramid but i think it was more of like an aztec oh okay you know where it had the, it has four sides and not just you know not right. just the three and it had you know the stairs and right. and, and probably you know. with the flat top and yeah. not even a pyramid you know yeah like yeah. a right but no i mean it, she could find something in everything I, I think there was one episode of tom and jerry um where there was a devil in it. I mean, I even remember little episodes where... Ta- where uh, They also had angels in it. Yeah. But um, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was the one that really just made me... There was all... I could find fault in each thing that she did. Mm-hmm. But the one with Tom and Jerry, like I said, was the eye on the back of the skateboard. No, Mickey Mouse for me. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse was the, was the eye on the back of the skateboard. Mm-hmm. And then when they turned the skateboard over, I guess the wheel was falling off, so they needed to be able to tighten the wheel. And they had, just like almost every Mickey Mouse Clubhouse thing, they had a choice that they wanted the child to make, because the whole premise of the show is to teach young children Mm -hmm. their basic shapes, their basic colors. Right, numbers, patterns. Right, numbers, patterns, and things like that. Well... This was going for shapes. Mm-hmm. So the thing on the wheel was a triangle. So now she's putting it together. The wheel has a triangle when the bottom of the skateboard has the eye. And she's like, I mean, have you ever seen a skateboard with a triang- with a triangular? Have you ever seen a talking mouse? <laughs> or or a, a freaking dog that... that- is in love with a cow. <laughs> but it, it was just one of those th- where it's a like... A cat wearing overalls. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, duck who gets mad at everything. I thought ducks who were Who wears a shirt and no pants? <laughs> what in the world? But Donald? I know I'm not going into all the specifics of all the different... I mean, it was SpongeBob and they did talk about Gravity Falls. I think she thinks that Gravity Falls was like the worst one ever. Right. Um, yeah, Tom and Jerry. She just... She went over a whole bunch of different like cartoons. And so it got me... Th- you know, wow. if this is the video that she's linking that she's already shown her <clears throat> children... What are you looking for? Yeah, what more? Yeah, if if you're looking for dumb crap to get worked up over, you kind of found the mother load already. Right. What more do you want to poison the well? Yeah. With your kids. I, I was, I will say what the one girl says. My my mind was blown. <laughs> my mind every before every cartoon she's like oh, okay well on this next one I'm just gonna tell you it is so obvious I'm not even gonna have to tell you you're gonna see it it's just so obvious and it's just gonna blow your mind like that was her thing before every, before she showed yeah. the, the cartoon so yeah my mind was blown off <laughs> wow just not in the way that she thought it would be yeah wow <laughs> 
Holy mackerel. So, um, but yeah, I think that was the the biggie this week. Yeah. Um, I did get into some of the typical conversations about, you know, what what should we what should we as Christians do in in X situation? Right. And, and I think I kind of have to stay away from talking about that right now because even just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Is is churning my stomach yeah. because I am just get so beyond tired of seeing Christians use certain verses to justify their hate of other people. Yeah, and and when I bring that up to them, mm-hmm. being told that I need to read my Bible again. Or that I, you know, that I, I must not be a Christian. I must not have have the Holy Spirit. Right. No. Yeah. And no. Uh, if I may, let me put a cap on this. If, if if I may. Absolutely. This had occurred to me. Okay. And I'm talking to the Christians here. And those of you who are non-Christians, feel free to stick around. But. One problem that a lot of Christians have in general, in general, is, you know, they pray, God, let me, use me. Let me be your hands, let me be your feet. There was a song a a few years ago about that. Well, a few years ago, 20 years ago, about that. You know, let me be your hands, let me be your feet, let me, you know. But yet... When it comes to signing up for missions, a lot of them don't do it. Either time, money, or they don't want to go somewhere that might be dangerous. You know what? I'm not going to fault you. If that is what's keeping you from doing missions, hey, okay, whatever, that's a... That's between you and God, and I'm not judging that. Um, we've got friends of ours who are actually missionaries to the missionaries. to the missionaries who go out, and they minister to them because it is tough. Mm-hmm. It is very tough to be a missionary. Mm-hmm. You don't just go collect money, go out there, tell a couple of people about Jesus, and save Papua New Guinea. That's not how it works. You know, you're building a church. You're you're coming under. You're building homes for people. homes for you're, people. You're building um, uh, aqueducts so they can have clean water. Right. You're you're, you're giving people shoes. Your medical medical supplies, glasses hospitals. You're building and and that's all great and and it it's rough and there are people who aren't cut out for that. It takes a special type of person to do that. And and I'll pray for you, and I, God love you for it. So what about everybody else? Where is their mission field? If it's not all out there, it's here. It's down the block. It's across town. It's the poor guy on the corner that you drive by who morning. you may think Oh, he's just going to use that money for booze. Well, you know what, then? Go give him a gift card to McDonald's and see what he does with it. Right there. Or it might be 
the homosexual couple that you are so quick to dismiss or walk away from and call them a rotten sinner and they're going to hell. Maybe that's the mission field. And God tells you to go and love other people. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your enemies. Once again, look at the uh, parable of uh, the Good, uh, good Samaritan, which Jesus would have called the good neighbor because as soon as he said Samaritan, Half the audience would have walked away because they hated Samaritans. So that was kind of a ironic twist on Jesus' part with that. Your mission field is not over in Africa. Your mission field is not in the Middle East. Your mission field is right down the block. Your mission field is over at the bar. Maybe... Just maybe God is taking that mission field and bringing it in a whole lot closer. So you can, so you can reach it. So you can make, uh, so you can love people into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And not just tell them they're rotten and going to hell. Just, that's my take. Well, see, and, cause, and I can come in just a little bit because yep. I have been able to calm myself just a okay. little but that if you don't mind no absolutely um, but that was one of the things that got me was there was this particular question asked i won't go into the question itself just mm-hmm. not at that point yet right um but they were talking about you know what would you do if your friend did this mm-hmm. and there were so many answers of excuse me there was just so many answers of well i'll tell them that they're going to hell and and that we can't associate anymore. What was, I'm actually putting it very nicely as compared to what they said. And, you know, I put my answer of that, you know, I would say, you know, thank you for sharing that with me and where you want to go to lunch. Yeah. And then my action would be to pray to God and say, okay, you know, how would you, you know, what would you like me to do in this situation? Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, you know, I know that he may not want me to do anything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he don't, he doesn't want me to do anything right now. Right. Because that person's not ready to hear mm-hmm. what I want to say. Right. Or, or, you know, or, or what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. And I was vilified. That might be a strong word. That might be hyperbole. But. Rebuked, definitely. Okay. Rebuked. So we'll go with that. I was rebuked. For saying or answering that before I would confront this individual, that I would pray to God. I was rebuked for saying that I would pray first. Why? Because you should already know what to do? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Because the Bible tells us exactly what we're supposed to do, so I shouldn't have to pray about it. I should just be able to just do it. And if I don't, it's because I don't truly love that person and don't want to see them. I love them enough to tell them I I hate them and they're going to hell. I love them that much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of what we, you know, right. we had so spoken. We wanna... You know, bring that back around. What we had spoken of earlier, of what what we heard um, 
in service today about, you know, sin, that when sin meets mercy, okay, and, and that's what I'm trying to show, you know, by maybe not giving my first reaction, because I may have had a, a visceral reaction right. to whatever they told me. I mean, somebody had even brought in the, you know, brought in questions. Well, you know, what if they told you that they were embezzling money? Or what if they told you that they were having an affair on their husband? And, you know, they brought in all these other, you know, other things to kind of go to reaction out of me. And I basically said, well, I would handle it the same way. Yeah. Because I would want to pray about it first and ask God, right. what is your, you know... I believe I know your will in this situation, but what is my role? What would you like right. me to do? And I believe that's the merciful thing. Mm -hmm. If there's something that, if I'm supposed to confront this person, God will give me the guidance on how to do that properly. Right. You know, I'll, I'll just know what's, you know, I'll mm -hmm. feel the peace about what, I, what I'm going to say. And I think that's where, when that sin meets mercy, and I approach it in that direction, that's what leads them to Jesus, which leads them to right. life. And I, I think it's telling that they have to go to irrational uh, variables to kind of try to prove you wrong on it, too. Mm -hmm. You know, well, what if they were embezzling money? What if they were going to the husband or wife? Which... I've been through that yeah. <laughs> thing before. If you go to a husband or a wife and tell them, hey, this one's cheating, you end up coming out the bad guy, mm -hmm. usually. I mean, and there are some, there yeah. are some things so that, yeah, you just There is to... no black and white answer to any of this if you're trying to, right. you know, do what the Pharisees did and try to go Jesus mm -hmm. with his things. I mean, there are some times where you just need to be quiet because you're not the one that's going to be able to bring that situation to where it needs to go. Right. And it, you it's don't for somebody know. else in their life to do. Right. And we're going through life, well, not with our life, but we're going to their life and we're seeing it in two dimensions. Right. We're seeing the height and we're seeing the width of it. We're not seeing the depth of it. You know, it's like looking at a... a a cylinder. Right. Well, is it a rectangle or is it a circle? Well, it's really both. Or neither. Right. You know, when you have both eyes and see the whole perspective, it's a cylinder. But you're looking at it from a different point of view. Right. So. Right. And that's where, you know, and that's where the other part of what we said earlier comes in. That sin that meets judgment. So that's the, you know, whatever sin we're talking about, whether it be the adulterous affair, right. the embezzlement. I mean, they they listed, I think, like stealing from Target. Right. You know, they listed all that stuff. When sin meets the judgment, of, and I see that as just the reactionary, oh, well, that, you know, that's not Christian, or that's not, you know, you're going to go to hell for that. How, how about... Doing 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Right. How about oh. not claiming everything on your taxes? How about me being 100 pounds overweight? Exactly. I'll go there. Okay. I'm, I'm overweight. Hmm? I don't believe that's God's will for right. me. Which, if it's not God's will... It's a sin. It's a sin. But and So that's Anyhow. what I'm saying. When sin meets that immediate 
reactionary, right. you're going to hell statement. Mm-hmm. What happens with that is that leads to hiding. Right. That person is not ever going to want to come to you again right. with anything. Mm-hmm. They came to you in trust. Right. They came to you in good faith. Mm-hmm. And when you jump on them like that, that's going to make them question, why did I go to that person? Right. Okay. And they're going to pull away from you. So they're going to go into hiding. Right. Okay. And when they go into that hiding and they no longer want to talk to you, they came to you for a reason. Yeah. And when they want to go into hiding and they don't want to talk to you anymore, that leads to separation. Mm-hmm. And it's this, it's that separation and it's them pulling away. It's not God pulling away. It's them pulling away. Right. It's that separation that then leads to death. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so that's why. And when you talk to some people and you try to say, well, well, you, you need to talk to them. You, I'm not advocating for not talking to them. Right. I'm advocating for maybe just wait a second. Right. Breathe on it. Right. Pray. Mm-hmm. And make sure that the way that you approach it with them mm-hmm. is the most loving way you right. can. And there's a huge difference between talking with somebody and talking at somebody. True. Yes, very much. Very much. And that's where, you know, that's where your decency is. Mm-hmm. When you can have a back and forth civil dialogue about this and not a blah, 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 blah you know. Okay. Holier than thou barrage, you know. Because that's what it comes off as. Yeah, it, yeah. It comes off of a. Oh, well, I can't. Oh, I can't be with a sinner. But, I need to get you to church right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's race down to the church, and I'll go thirty miles over the speed limit to get there as quick as possible. Hello. And, 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 what, and the vicious and, sin and, cycle and, continues. And I'm going to grab a hamburger. I'm going to bring a, a double uh, hamburger yeah. meal from McDonald's on the way so I can keep my keep my poundage going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Uh, oh, well, thank you for being able to make me laugh about it. <laughs> I mean, because it, it... I don't know. I mean, am I re... Overreacting or no? I I, I think it, just... it's it's a passion. It's a passion for people. Yeah, well, because and... then we turn around and I hear all the you know you hear all the statistics about people um, turning away from the church and and they don't want to have anything to do with God because mm-hmm. and you it... know li- the the list can go on and on and yeah. why people don't want. But the biggest thing is because there's a certain type of Christian. Who's pushing these people away? Right, and and I I get it a lot on Twitter. I get I get it far more on Twitter than I get it on on Facebook. Well, that's because you don't join the groups. Right, I don't. Right. Well, no, no, no. I'm I get the flip side (coughs) because Twitter, Facebook tends to be very tribal oriented. If you're in a Christian circle, you're getting Christianness, and you're getting conservative this and this and this and this. Twitter is like liberal, you know, leftville, you know, time to time. Especially, I associate a lot with art, you know, art people, um, horror, you know, creators, comic people who tend to be left-leaning. I'm not saying anything about it. 
It is what it is. And that, that's mm-hmm. fine. I get along with anybody. And they will constantly post things about Red State, about your, Christians, your religious, religious right. right, and this and this. And I will read the post, and I can't come back at it because it's true. disagreeing. It's true. And I go there and I go, hey, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get what you're saying. And then I end up clicking on their link of their link that goes to that conservative and going, you know, you're not helping at all. You're not helping. You're not making my job any easier. Shut up. When you've got an, an evangelist saying that the blue states, the ones that didn't vote for Trump, are the ones that are getting hit with this coronavirus, you're an ass. I had not heard Shut that before. up. Or the countries that are whatever. Shut up. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. a moron. I heard somebody say something about, um, and, and I don't remember the, mm-hmm. but... I, I I wish I could. Maybe I shouldn't mention it. So you might have to. Mm-hmm. But talking about the tornadoes that hit Tennessee. Yeah. That God had that happen for yeah. whatever oh, odd reason. God. And I know many people. We lived in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I know many people who were affected by that. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, no one we know has been I believe Injured. I, I believe everybody that we know has marked Been, marked themselves right. safe. I had a friend of mine. He was he was a, a worship pastor that I uh, used to serve under. Did you hear this? He had trees and property damage oh, all yeah. over. He had a guy come out of the clear blue, knock on his door, from. He was about 30 miles away. And he goes, hey, God told me to come into town. I've got a chainsaw. Let me help get these trees off your mm-hmm. property. Yep. Boom. That's being decent. Yeah. Yeah. That's being. And that's one. Uh, that was one of the things that I always loved in Tennessee when mm-hmm. we were there. And you, you see it now. When Right after the tornado happened, I, I did see a bunch of uh, comments about how you're going to see now why we're called the volunteer state. Yeah. And, I mean, I saw it when we lived there. Oh, yeah. Because when we, we the, lived, the yeah. day before we moved there, yep. huge tornadoes went in and, and smacked Davidson and, and Henderson County. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah. obliterated the place. But that, yeah. boom. Yeah. There's a reason why, they're the, why they are the volunteer state. Yep. It, it's not just a yep. cutesy name. Yeah, it's not a clever name. Yep. It has purpose. But anyway, that's... uh... On that. Yeah, it's a little longer than normal, but hey, listen in chunks. (laughs) Or take a long drive. But uh, Facebook, Twitter, Hot Podcast, um, subscribe on Apple, like and uh, review, like, do all that. If we can get our stuff together, we might be able to go uh, iHeart... iHeartRadio, right? Yeah, I'm trying to see if we can get it on iHeartRadio. See what happens there. Uh, we're on, I think, seven or eight podcatchers right now. So, you can, can listen everywhere. 
keep us trucking along. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Love you. God bless. Stay decent to each other. Michelle, have a last word. (laughs) Good night, everyone.